This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Bruchem and welcome everyone. We have a very important subject tonight. Whether you're married, you're looking to get married, you're looking to marry off your kids, this is a very important topic. Parshas B'Shalach. We're continuing in the Shurim on Sefer Shemais, which are again generously sponsored by Dr. Zakheim, Umashpachta, Le'iloi Nishmas, Roshoma Eliezer ben Rabbi Yaakov Zakheim, Ule'iloi Nishmas, Dr. Zakheim's mother, Rivka Bas Tuvia Halevi, Beganeden Tehemenu Chasam, they should be Melitza Yisharm for their whole families, for good health, happiness, success, Brachavat Sacha Abiyaskel Tzedek. Tonight's Shir is sponsored by my good friends Ben and Aliza Portal. Ben has been a long time. Uh, share goer over here, going back we were neighbors many years ago. So Lila Nishmas Rab Usher Chacham Ben Rab Meir Chacham, yeah, whose yard said was this past week. The Ganeden Teimenu Chasai Shviel Melzer Shavus whole family Abi Askel Tzedek. So firstly, um, some public service announcements. I'm sure you already have your Sefer on Shemais, but by now you probably gave it to somebody, so you need another one. Or you still need another one. There's, I'm sure there's some empty spots on the shelf that could be uh, filled up. And you could actually, once you have it, you could use it. There's a lot of good material in here. And of course, uh, Sunday night is Tubishvat. So get your Sefer on Tubishvat, The Light and the Splendor. It's available now. There are all kinds of deals. You could get it on our site, rabbidg.com or on artscroll.com. Parshas Vashalach. The main subject of B'Shalach is what is known as Kriyas Yamsof. The Gemara tells us, Kasha zivugai shaladam k'kriyas Yamsof. Finding one zivug is, like, is as difficult as the splitting of the sea. What exactly is the analogy? That finding one's zivug, one's spouse, is as difficult as the splitting of the sea. I could think of many difficult things in this world. To, you know, it's as difficult as changing a very high light bulb, you know? Why, why, why the splitting of the sea? What's the connection between uh, finding one zivug and the splitting of the sea? So Reb Chaim Knievsky says, and actually a lot of this sefer comes from a, a new sefer, a lot of this, this shir comes from a new sefer, it's called Siach Shidach, based on the hashkafa of the stipler, Reb Chaim Knievsky, Chazoynish, and Reb Aaron Leib Steinman. But mostly Reb Chaim Knievsky. And Reb Chaim says that the connection between Kriyas Yamsuf and getting married is when it comes time to finalize with one zivug, there are a lot of mekatrigim, there are a lot of accusations in the heaven. He's not good enough for her, she's not good enough for him, they're not zoicha, they, they don't deserve to get married right now, maybe somebody else. There are all kinds of accusations that arise in the heavens similar to when the Jewish people were standing at the Yamsuf, when the angel said, you know, the Jews are worshipping idols, the Egyptians worship idols, the Jews worship idols. So just like at Kriyas Yamsuf, there were a lot of Mekatrigim, so too whenever there's a Zivug, in order to finalize it, you have a lot of challengers that you have to sort of somehow overcome. That's what Chaim Knievsky says. We could humbly suggest that there's another uh, comparison between the analogy of the splitting of the Yamsuf and getting married. And that is, finding the right one is not easy. 
But think about it. Chazal say, Keshem she'en partzufeyem doiman. Just like no two people look the same. Kach e'en deoseyem doimais. No two people think the same. So if nobody's going to think like me, how in the world am I ever going to find somebody that I get along with and that I like? And it's impossible. There's nobody in this world that thinks like I think. I mean, how am I going to find somebody that's even remotely similar to me that, that this is going to work out? And it seems like it's impossible. It almost seems like a situation where there's just no over. This, this ain't happening. How's this going to happen? I mean, could you think of a more desperate situation where the Jews, they turn on one side, you have you know, a million chariots and cavalry and, and soldiers, and on the other side there's a raging sea, and there's nowhere to go. There's no way out of this mess. And that's what a zivug is. It's uh, an apparent impossibility. And you need Hashem to come and somehow open up something out of left field. I, so... The, it's supposed to give a person chizok. The same way the Jews at the Yamsuf, they didn't see anywhere at, any way out. Actually, they said, Me'ayin, from where? Yavoy Ezri. And actually, Ezri could also refer to Ezer Kenegdai. So the same way at the Yamsuf, Klai Yisrael, they said, Me'ayin, Yavoy where's it going to come from? What's going to happen? Lightning's going to strike down the Egyptians? Well, like a big ship's going to appear? What's going what's to happen? And... Uh, the last thing on their mind was a wind was going to come and, you know, clear out uh, a red carpet down, down the Red Sea. But that's what has to happen for the Zivuk to happen. So let's speak about, in honor of Parshas B'Shalach, in honor of Tu B'Shvat, which is, we know that there's an idea from the Bnei Yisachar that 40 days before the embryo is formed, Hashem announces him to her, that's Pliny the Pliny. So Hashem created the world in Nisan, according to Rabbi Yeshua. And that means man was created Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Five days before that was the first day of creation. Six days before that, Chafei Adar. That means 40 days before it, God conceived of the notion to create the world. So that means Tu B'Shvat is, so to speak, the day of Shiduchim for the world. Tu B'Shvat and Tu B'Av. So in honor of B'Shalach, and Tu B'Shvat, and the honor of the opening of the freezer on Tu B'Shvat. We're going to speak a little bit about, if you don't know what that is, you guys got to get out a little bit, you know? You're a bunch of Harrys if you don't know what that is, right? But, um, we're going to speak about uh, ten segulais for a person to be zoicha to find their zivug um, bekarayv. And the first one, and this is uh, not really a skula, this is the most important thing for anything a person wants in life. I remember when I was a bachar, I had this chus, I used to walk to Rav Victor Miller Shul from MN 31st to Ocean Parkway and S, something like that. I remember I asked him, why in davening do we say, Harachamon, benching, Hashem, Give us a zechus to get oilam haba. What do you mean, give us a zechus to get oilam haba? If we do mitzvahs, we'll get oilam haba. If we don't do mitzvahs, we're not going to get oilam haba. What are you praying that we should get oilam haba for? It's not, it's not, God should, should laugh at that. You want oilam haba? You, you get oilam haba. What do you want from me? So Rav Miller said, he looked at me, I remember. You want it? You have to daven for it. Anything you want, you have to daven for it. So that's a general rule. 
you want something, you have to die. You can't, don't think that anything in this world is automatic without tefillah. But of anything in this world, what does one have to daven for more than anything? More than health, more than parnasa, more than life, more than anything in this world, a person has to daven for a good zivog. It's the most. There are Yeah. That was one time by creation, or every time a child is born. Every time a kid is born. So it's not the first time. What do you mean? So what does Tubishvat have to do with? I'll I'll. Tubishvat is um, the zivog of the world. When Hashem created the world, forty days before that was Tubishvat. But if anything a person has to daven for in this world, the most important thing the Gemara says in Brachas Davches on the pasuk in Tehillim, the pasuk says. The Pasuk says, For this, every righteous person should pray for a time of finding. Meaning, David HaMelech is saying, even though you have to daven for everything, you need to daven for this. So what's this? Says the Gemara, Zuisha. Shenemar Matzah Isha Matzah Taiv. More important than davening for anything in this world, is to daven for a good spouse, for a good wife, for a good husband. Sefer Chassidim says, why? Because as much hashgacha as there is for anything in this world, it's a special gift from Hashem to get zivug toiv. Sefer Chassidim says, Now, You have to daven for yourself. Vial Zara, you have to daven for your children. Vial Zara Zara, you have to daven for your children. Your grand- but I don't even have children yet. It's not, it doesn't matter. You have to already start davening that your children should have good zivugim and your grandchildren should have good zivugim. And when should a person start davening for themselves? Never too young. Never too young. So that's the first, it's not a segula. This is uh, the most important activity. How often? As much as possible. We find by Leah, Leah, in order to be Zoycha to have children, she contorted and she pressured and she haggled and naftulei So the same thing with a zivog. Somebody uh, is davening for a zivog. It should not let a per- it should not disturb a person's equanimity. But on the other hand, a person should not let let off easy in tefillah. One should put in as much intense tefillah as possible. That's number one. Skula number one. Skula number two. You ready for this one? There's a special tefillah to say. What's the tefillah? Comes Ramami Pano, Ramanachmazariah of Pano, one of the Italian Mikubalim. And he says there are two types of zivugim a person could have. You can have something called zivug betoilada. Your natural zivug and and zivug berachamim. Rachel was the natural zivug of Yaakov. Leah was his zivug berachamim. What does this mean? Yaakov would say, "Ezri meim Hashem." My zivug, my ezer kenegdo is from Hashem. That's destined to me. May I in Yahweh Ezri? Is a zivug barachamim. Therefore, says Ramami Pano, 
It is in truth a wondrous and simple segula. Anyone who says, at the end of Shemana Esrei, before they take three steps back, will be Zoicha to have their Zivug, whether they have their Zivug, their natural Zivug, or their Zivug Barachamim. It is a special skula to say, when they ask Rabbi Chaim before you even say, before you take the three steps back. How often? Shachas Menchamarav. So what does it have to do with uh, finding a zivug? So it's interesting, Bereshus Rabbah brings that who said Yaakov Avinu. When? When he said like this, Eliezer, when he went to look for Shilich for Yitzchak, he came with gold and silver and jewelry, but Eliphaz took away all my money, so how am I get a Shilich? Well, everybody knows, without money, lots of luck. You know? If you don't have money, forget it, right? So, where is it going to come from? And even though Yaakov had no money, it's a nespella, he, he still got married. Somehow. Lavan said, how many years are you going to support? Yeah, because I don't have any money. Can you imagine? No support, and he still got married. So if Yaakov could do it, anyone could do it. But we see from this medrash that Yaakov Avinu, when he was looking for a zivug, he said, Shir Now, if you think that somehow, magically, by uttering those words, you're going to be like some wizard, Shir and automatically, you're going to finish the Shemana Esrei, turn around, and the Zivug is going to be waiting for you, behind you, and you say, Wait one second, I have to finish the Oisah Shalom, okay? It doesn't, it's not so easy. Obviously, it means you say with Kavana. It means... Where's my help going to come from? It's not going to come from a shadchan. It's not going to come from my relative. It's not going to come from people who know me. It only comes from the Rebbein There's no one who could help me find the Zivug other than the Rebbein In fact, the Bnei Yisachar and the Sefer Agra de Kala brings the reason why this capital is Mesugal to finding a Zivug. Me'ayin Yavai Ezri Ezri refers to Eseloi Ezer Kenegdai. So keep on saying it. I got an email this week. Is it true that if you take off an almond branch from a tree and you put it under your pillow and you leave it there until you get engaged, it's a skula? The answer is no, it's not true. It's not a skula. Don't do that. Don't break off almond trees. Don't take out anything on the almond tree. There is no basis for such a thing. But tefillah, tefillah works. And especially this parak, Shilamalois, Are you allowed to say it on Shabbos? On Shabbos, you don't ask Bakashois. They ask Rucham Kievsky. You say it on Shabbos as well. Next. Skula number three. It says, Amosh Rabbeinu. He dwelled in the land of Midian and he went to the Be'er, he went to the well. Says the Medrash, he followed the, ma- the pathway of the Avais. Three people found their Zivug at the well. Yitzchak, Yaakov, Moshe. Yitzchak, when Eliezer was looking for the Shidduch for Rivka, where did Eliezer go? Eliezer went to the well. Where did Yitzchak go? He went to Davin. Where did he go to Davin? Be'er Lachi also went to the well. So Yitzchak went to the well. Eliezer went to the well. 
Yaakov went to the well. So, the, by the way, the Medrash says, sometimes she comes to you. Let's say Eliezer had to go get her. Yaakov, she came to him. So everybody's a different story with the Shidduch. Some people, they go to her. Sometimes she goes to you. But the bottom line is we see from this Medrash that a well is a makoi mesugal for a Shidduch. I forgot to put on the sheet. Why a well? Because in order to get a Shidduch, a Zivug, you need Zuchus Avais. The well represents your drawing forth from the merits of earlier generations. Says Reb Chaim Knievsky, it's a skula, if you need a zivug, go daven by a well. So I looked it up. Where is the nearest well? I didn't come up with any good information. But I'm sure there are people who know how to do these things better. I'm sure you could find a well. What? It says a bear. That's what the Medr says. But, I will tell you, Reb Chaim Knievsky said that you could go to a well or... Or Rabbi, so you could go to a, a, a brook, a stream. Are you inviting anybody? No. <laughs> I'll give you your address out. You go to a body of water, they ask Rabbi Chaim Knievsky that if uh, someone is having a, difficulty, a difficult time, should go to a Nachal Mayim. They ask Rabbi Chaim Knievsky, is there, is there a basis to go to a Nachal Mayim? He said, yes. Since three great tzaddikim found their zivag at a well, Nachal Mayim is, uh, does the trick. By the way, Balaturim says that in general, toiv lehispalel al hamayim. It's a good thing to daven by the water. Davening by the water, it's mesugal, to have the tefillahs answered. So, not just for shidduch, let's say, um, whatever you need to happen, you want to make sure that tomorrow morning you have, uh, you like sesame bagels, you're not sure if the store is going to have it, go to a brook to pray for that. You're, you're waiting for a certain kind of orange juice to come to the store, and you're not sure that it's going to come in. So you, where do you daven? You daven by the brook. Okay? But for Zivugim as well, the Rav Chaim Knievsky certainly advised people to um, pray by a be'er, if not a be'er, a nachal. Number four, mincha. Mincha is particularly effective in the area of Zivugim. First of all, Yitzchak Avinu was Masaki Mincha. And when Yitzchak was davening Mincha, he finished davening Mincha, he looked up, and she was coming. I mean, look how effective Mincha is. In fact, there's a, there's a Sefer Shavayva Achlama, not to be confused with Leshem Shavayva Achlama. He says, we know Yitzchak was Masaki Mincha. What was Yitzchak davening for in Mincha? What was he davening for? Yitzchak was davening to get married. Yitzchak was davening uh, to get married. And look how effective the tefillah was. He finished davening. By the way, the Kliyakar says something out of this world. He says, Chazal say, A person should always be careful with the tefillah of Mincha. Because Elio was only answered by Mincha. Why is Mincha more effective than any other tefillah? The answer is we don't know why, but we know that. When Avraham davened Shachris, did Hashem answer him? No. Avraham said, don't destroy Sadaim. And Hashem said, no, I have to destroy them. 
Yaakov Avinu David Hashem uh, protects me. So we find out, you know, 20 years later it was effective. Yitzchak was davening Mincha. And when you daven tefillah, your eyes are down. And as soon as he finished, he lifted up his eyes and he saw Rivka was coming. Could you imagine? The man davened for a zivug. He finished davening and lo and behold, she's coming to him. He didn't even have to talk to a shadchan. Imagine all the aggravation he was saved. Yitzchak davened and all of a sudden, his ziva came. So look, from the Torah we see the efficacy of mincha. So in general, if you need something, you should put in special emphasis on tefillah's mincha. Tefillah's mincha is more effective than any tefillah, especially for zivugim. So if you would only have time to, let's say, here's the thing, if a person, let's say, only has a certain emotional wherewithal to really put himself into the field once a day, Definitely mincha. If somebody's only going to say shir la malois once a day, for sure mincha. Mincha is the tefillah. Mincha was designated specifically for the Indian of zivugim. Shgula number five. Shgula number five. Davin for someone else who needs a shidduch. Because Chazal tells us in Baba Kama, Amarle Rava Larabba Barmari. How do we know that matter that the Chachamim say, anyone who prays for mercy for his friend and you need that thing, you'll be answered first. So, Rabba Barmari said the source is Hashem restored the captives of Eov when Eov davened for his friend. So Rava says, I learned it from the fact that Avraham davened for Avimelech and Avraham and Sarah had the kid first. So if somebody is looking for a zivug, Davin for other people who need a zivug. So they asked Chaim Knievsky, let's say I Davin, Hashem, please help Pliny find a zivug before I do. Who will be answered first? Who will get married first? Him or me? Says so Chaim, you. Even if you specifically, explicitly say, help him before you help me, God will help you first. So they asked him, yes, so why do I need to even pray for myself? I'll just pray for him. And by praying for him, Hashem will help me. So Rechaim can because you can't fool God. God knows you're doing it for yourself. So if you're not saying it, it's like you're trying to trick him. If you're trying to trick him, it doesn't work. You need to... So they asked Rechaim, when I daven for me and someone else, should I first daven for them or first daven for me? This could be someone's not feeling well. Should I daven? I should feel better and my friend or my friend and me. You always daven for yourself first. You have to daven for yourself first. It's a halacha. Chayecha kaidem. You come before. The same way you daven for a relative before you daven for a stranger, you daven for yourself before you daven for anyone else. Chayecha kaidem. So now we've given five skulais. Number one, daven, daven, daven. Keep on davening. Number two, shirla malo yisesainai. Preferably at the end of Shemayna Esrei. Number three, go to a well, go to a brook. Number four, mincha. Number five, down for others. What should you do if you've tried all of these tricks? The Gemara says, Brachas, Amar of Chamer Barchanina, Imra Adam Shehispalel, Vlainene Yachsev Yispalel. 
if a person sees that he prayed and he wasn't answered, then you pray again. Pray again. Keep at it. Keep at it. Keep at it. Every tefillah is effective. Number six. Darash Reb Pinchas, 19 on the sheet, Bar Chama, Kol Sheyesh Loi Choyla Betoich Beisa Yelech Itzel Chacham Vivakesh Alav Rachamim. If somebody has a Choyla, or if somebody has any need, they should go to a Chacham to pray. Now, this is very important. Many people mistakenly think this means you should go to a Tamu Chacham to get a Bracha. That's not what the Gemara says. Mar says, you ask the Tamachacham to pray for you. Now, many people make a mistake and say, I'm going to go to a Makobol. The Gemara doesn't say you should go to a Makobol. Makobol is not the recommended personality to go to. Oh, I'll go to a great Sadiq. No, the Gemara doesn't say go to a Sadiq. I'll go to a righteous person. The Gemara doesn't say go to a righteous person. The Gemara says go to a Talmud Chacham. Now, part of being a Tamar Chacham is righteousness and his knowledge of all areas of Torah. But the main feature of the individual should be he knows Torah. Not, now, if he claims he could read your palm, stay away. If he's reading your forehead, stay away. That reason already said 400 years ago nobody knows how to do it. I guarantee you in America this knowledge did not become more understandable. In the Tumah of America we didn't understand physiognomy more than 400 years ago. You don't go to a Makubal unless he's also a Tamachacham. You don't go to a Tzaddik unless he's also a Tamachacham. It's helpful for anyone to daven for you. Certainly if they're a Tzaddik. Certainly if they're a Makubal. But that's not what the Gemara says. The Gemara says... Talmud Chacham. Chazoinish says that is because there is nothing closer than to the Rebbeinu than Talmud Chacham. Es Hashem Tira Chachamim. But nobody's going to listen to this. Everyone's going to run to Tzadikim and Mekubalim. That's okay. Just if you want it to be effective, then you could listen to what the Gemara says. Yeich Chacham. Not for a bracha. You say this is my name. Please pray for me. Now, the Me'iri says that the blessing of a Talmud Chacham should be very beloved to you and you should do whatever it takes that you should get a blessing. So from here we see, see sometimes Talmud Chacham doesn't have time to pray for you. He has time to get your name and it's easier sometimes to get a bracha. So a bracha is called second best. The way the Rajva says it over is through the prayer of Chasidov, his righteous ones, so you see the Rajva already defines, Talmud Chacham refers to Chasidav. But again, the Lashon of the Gemara is Yetzel Eitzel Chacham, Vivakesh Olav Rachamim. Skula number seven, and this Reb Chaim says is the number one Segula. In other words, on the Reb Chaim's top ten list. Heading the list, number one. Number one on the list. The number one Segula, you see everything we said so far is not a Segula. Davening is not a school. I call it a school because this way more people are going to listen to it. Because nobody wants like real things. Nobody wants like the, the actual things that God wants from us. What does God want from a person? He wants bitachain. God, God, more than going to wells, I'm telling you. I'm not such an expert, but I, I have a pretty strong hunch. Then more than God wants somebody to go to a well, He wants you to think 
and to realize that there's nobody who could help us other than Him. And when He wants to help us, that help will come immediately. And that comes through tefillah, recognizing may ayin yavai ezri. It's not a magical formula. Okay, I'm going to now say chapter 121. No, you have to focus on the meaning of it. So everything we said until now, it's not really a sugula. It's actual capacity. Here we go. Shiluach hakein. Reb Chaim said the best segula is Shiluach hakein. <coughs> so you say, what are they? They charge 250 bucks. Mister? Lady? That's what you're worried about, the 250 bucks? Do me a favor. Spend 250 bucks on Shiluach hakein and save $25,000 on the wedding. When it comes time to make the wedding, you come to me, I'll show you where you could save tens of thousands of dollars. You don't need to so, spend so much money in the tablecloths, on the flowers, on the band, or any of the other nonsense that people spend money on. But you, it's worth the $250 to, make, to get to that wedding day. The best segula is shiluach hakein. It's an explicit medrash. The medrash says, mitzvah goyreres mitzvah, you do shiluach hakein, then you zaycha to own a house, and you'll build a ma'aka, and you build a ma'aka, you'll have an orchard, you'll have a vineyard, and then you'll have and you'll have nice clothing, so you'll put sitzes on it, and then you'll be zoicha to marry isha kiyikachish isha. So, in other words, the medrash says that there's a certain chronology that by doing shiluach hakein, you'll be zoicha to do the mitzvah of ma'aka, putting a fence around the roof. You'll be zoicha to uh, not to violate loy sizra karmacha klayim. You'll be zoicha not to plow b'shar v'chamar. You'll be zoicha. To begadim noim and yubizoicha to an isha. So they asked Reb Chaim Kinevsky, "What is the very best gula to find a shidduch? Shiluach hakein." Now that doesn't mean the girl is 19 years old and um, all of a sudden you have to send her out looking for shiluach hakein. Here's the here's the pecking order. The pecking order is daven, sincere tefillah, with kufchaf aleph, without kufchaf aleph, with the be'er. Without the be'er, it's not what you say. The ikr is the kavana. By the way, davening for somebody else, by the way, is, is more than a segula. It shows a certain sensitivity, which is very chaviv be'ine Hashem. It shows your heart and your eyes are open to feel and recognize the plight of others. Especially effective, as we mentioned, is tefilas mincha. Segula number eight. Segula number eight. This is from Rabbi Aaron Leib Steinman. They asked Rabbi Chaim Kievsky and he was maskim. School number eight is Kibbut Avaim. Kibbut Avaim, there's a medrash. The medrash says, God says, did anyone ever do me a favor first that I have to pay them back? I always give to you before you do back for me. Somebody says, oh, I put on tefillin, so God pay me back. Yeah, God, I give the arm. Oh, I put, I put up a mezuzah. No, yeah, I gave you the house. God, I learned Torah, so reward me. Yeah, but I gave, I gave you the brain. So nobody, God says, nobody ever beat me to it that you should do something good and I owe you. Be happy I reward you. But the truth is, you're paying me, whatever mitzvah you do, you're paying me back. So the lesson of the matter is, whoever honored their father and mother that I didn't first give them children? It's hard to read this medrash, but Rabbi Aaron Leib Steinman says from this medrash, we see 
that a skula for those waiting to have children is to be mekayim the mitzvah of kibbut avaim. Likewise, then, if having children is uh, if kibbut avaim is a skula to have children, then guess what? You can't have children if you're not married. Take right. So therefore, if it's a skula to have children, it's also a skula to find a spouse. So they asked Reb Chaim, is the mitzvah of Kibar Avaim a skula to find a good zivug? You know what Reb Chaim said? Yes. <laughs> he said yes. Number nine. Any kaihanim here? No? Skula number nine. Says Reb Chaim, they asked him, we have many in our generation, there are many older Singles, young men, young women that have not yet found their zivug, Be'ezus Hashem, Hashem should send all those awaiting their zivug, their zivug hagan bekarayv. Do you have an eitzah for them? Reb Chaim said that when they hear Birchas Kaihanim, they should be mechavin, that the bracha should be effective, that they should find their zivug. So Reb Chaim said that's great if you live in Bnei Brak or Yushalayim, but what if you live in America? So Reb Chaim said, they, they, they do Berchaz um, Kayanim in America. Yeah, but they say, Racham, the Ashkenazim don't. Should an Ashkenazi go to a Sephardi shul to hear Berchaz Kayanim? Yes. Yes. It's a good idea. Could you ask a Kayan to be Mechavin that when he says Berchaz Kayanim, he should have in mind the Bracha should be for plainness, bas plainness, that you should find the zivug. Yeah, you should ask the kain. Where in Birchas Kayanim should the kain be mechavin? Should the kain be mechavin to uh, find a zivug for a so and so? When he says the word vichuneka, when he says vichuneka, so if you know a kain, go to your, go to Mister Kain, go to Mister. Um, what's another good Kohen name? Katz, Katzenstein, Katzman, Katzberg, Rappaport, Kagan. Say, have me in mind. Have so and so in mind when they uh, when you say Berachas Kainim. And you should show grace to me. I guess having a good daughter-in-law or son-in-law is grace. Having a good spouse is grace. Number 10. Now, number 10 is a bit controversial. Number 10 is a bit controversial. Rav Aaron Cutler and Rav Elia Lapian supposedly said, a skula to find a good shidduch is when you open up the door for Shafai Chamascha, let her open the door, and in that zuchus, she'll find a good zivug. So somebody, well, how is that a skula to find a shidduch? I assume when Elio Anavi comes, he comes with good stuff. So when he comes with good stuff, you know, you sort of... Uh, you have in mind, Eliyahu, you know, help me out over here. So they asked Reb Chaim, and, and Rabbi Yitzchak Zilberstein brings this down as well. So, they asked uh, Reb Chaim Knievsky, is this a valid skula? He said, never heard of it. <laughs> never heard of it. So he said, if you never heard of it, so now we only have nine skulas. So I did you a favor. So here's the thing, I like to be very transparent. You're wondering, you know, I'm working on this Haggadah Shal Pesach, and it's, uh, today was supposed to be the deadline, but Sunday is going to, more Monday is the deadline. 
so uh, you didn't make a pitch if anybody wants to participate with the Haggadah. So I, I'm doing it right now, okay? So don't say I'm not trying to trick, I'm being as transparent as possible. It happens to be, I didn't want to put it on the top ten. Because I don't want to make it seem like, you know, I'm trying to promote my safer, but I am. I am wholeheartedly making um, a push for the safer. If anybody wants to help us uh, put it out. Reb Chaim Knievsky would say very often that publishing Svarim is a skula for a zivug hagon. Now, and, for, and for children as well. They asked him what's the source of that. The source is the Gemara in Chulin, where the Gemara says, Kari anavsheh mepri piish tizba bitnai. From the fruit of a person's mouth, his belly will be satiated. It's going on Devrei Torah. Reb Chaim would say this is a remez in the zchus of publishing a sefer. One will be zoicha to children. And Reb Chaim said, Nichlal in this is to find your zivog. So if you don't like the push for the sefer, that's why I made 10 without it. You could just ignore this part. But number 10 was a bit iffy, you know, opening the door for Eliyahu Anavi. Anyway, um, that's, where I, that's where I stuck in, Be'ezus Hashem, the new sefer. Let's review the 10 segulais. Number one, tefillah in general. As the Gemara says, uh, more than anything one should pray for is um, to find a good zivug. By the way, not only should one pray to find a good zivug, but if you were if you merited to find a good zivug, you should pray to keep your good zivug, and that it should continue to work out, and that the simcha that you had when you found him or her should continue with you, and uh, you should be together. It's something that we daven for every day. Sim Shalom. When we ask Hashem for peace, we first ask Hashem, give us peace of mind. Because without peace of mind, you can't deal with anything. And then we ask for peace in our family. Peace with our spouse. Peace with our children. And then peace with the guy next to you in Shul. But even before that, Shalom is peace of mind, peace b'meshpachtecha, and peace b'chala oilam. So tefillah is key. Especially... Especially um, the Parakuf Chaf Aleph, which it is recommended to say at the end of Shemana Esrei. And even though, again, this comes from Sifrei Kabbalah, I did see that many Gedolim recommend saying Parakuf Chaf Aleph. I don't know that you have to say it every Shemana Esrei, but at the right opportunity, it's effective. There is an Indian going to a Be'er. There is basis for it from the Medrash. You don't have to make yourself crazy, but there is some basis for that. Number four, tefillas mincha. Tefillas mincha is specifically effective. Number five, daven for somebody else. And by the way, that is an etzah for anything somebody needs. A person should be uh, have in mind those who are looking for the same thing. Number five. That was number five. Number six, ask a Tamil chacham to pray for you. Number seven, the mitzvah of Shiluach HaKain. Number eight, Kibar Avaim. Number nine, Birchaz Kayanim. You go to a Sephardi shul. I, I like to daven Min uh, by Sephardim anyway. Because there, you know, they start off, they say Karbanot, they actually say the words, they actually have Kavana, and people don't have their phones out. So it's actually a prayer. It's, it's a legitimate prayer. And then <laughs> number ten is... Uh, Opening the door for Eliyahu Anavi, and of course we mentioned 
um, Hatfasas Svarim. So, I hope in the merit of uh, learning about this subject, may HaKadosh Baruch Hu send all those awaiting their zivug, they should be zochet to find zivugim hagunim mizera koidesh, and the zivugam should be oile yafe, and bring everybody nachas, and bring nachas to Klal Yisrael, and to Rebbe Nishalom. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful evening. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.